So it follows is a couple clips from some videos that I put on uh, my YouTube channel covering the whole convoy thing from a couple different angles. Uh, since doing them, there's been a few more developments. The government has been arresting people for bringing, uh, for bringing fuel to the truckers, which is amazing. So they're, they're again, they're doing an, more tactics to cut the knees out from under them, not allow them to have a voice. They're using these things so that the RCMP can say things like, we're making arrests, so that means they're unlawful, so now we can take away their funding, and now we can call them insurrectionists, and so on. It's pretty dirty tactics. Um, the I, I believe the city of Ottawa declared a state of emergency, um, which is, you know, um, I, I did see one report that the mayor... Jim Watson, he's a complete doofus. Like I, a lot of the time I was living in Ottawa, he was the mayor and he's a complete arsehole. But um, I did hear that he is looking to um, potentially open a dialogue. He's actually one of the ones who started this whole problem because he was telling, um, feeding the media in, in the States a bunch of lies about the truckers and and calling them terrorists and things and um, so he's partly to blame for this whole thing um, if he's smartened up then that's a good thing but I'd be surprised he's a shill for Justin Trudeau and a lot of the unethical tactics Trudeau does this guy likes to follow because he doesn't think very well um, I've had conversations with various people in the meantime uh, lots of people who seem to take issue although no one wants to admit that they are in favor of mandatory vaccines most people who take issue with the truckers want to say well it's the cross-border stuff which it's like you want to say that they want special treatment as far as crossing international borders well i don't think anyone should get that to be honest so i see that the other thing they take issue with is the way that they want to do it so, or the way they are doing it which is blaring their horns um, there's a lot of people so it's a lot of chaos there's parts of the city shut down which it's like parliament they don't do anything anyway but um, and while I see that point my question is what would you do I mean they're not putting themselves in these people's shoes they're the truckers and those following them are doing their best to keep this peaceful the all the arrests have been bogus there was like one guy with a confederate flag that the um, truckers chased away there was some people who put a canadian flag into a, a statue so they said you're desecrating it so they took it down and they cleaned it all up and everything um, but they're trying their best to to do this in a peaceful um way keeping their spirits up all this standing out in the cold and my question is, if you felt violated, if you felt that some some uh, right or, or some something that you personally value, because the thing is, these people, like I say, they don't want to admit they don't like um, vaccine mandates, or, or they don't want to admit that they do like them, but they obviously don't sympathize with their cause, because if they did, I mean... 
how would you do it when you've gone through the official channels and no one's listening and no one's making any efforts and every time you do raise your hand with a concern what do they do they call you names they call you an anti-vaxxer they say you, you hate the science they say that you're a waste of space again in the case of Trudeau you know so what would you do what would you do when you're just simply being attacked for raising concerns when you feel truly violated I haven't gotten a good answer to that one yet so anyway here's the uh, videos I made that were kind of addressing these things um, from the actually I talk about GoFundMe in this I missed a part of that because I didn't realize I talk about because I saw the email that came in saying you're getting your money back I didn't realize at first they weren't even gonna do that at first their plan was to disseminate all the funds to causes they felt were right so things like you know Black Lives Matter or, or the uh, what was that little Chaz community or all kinds of I looked at their their page at various um, organizations that they've helped support and it's like geez it's friggin things like defund the police and stuff like that it's like so you are gonna take my money and just give it to somebody else Wow fortunately that blew up in their faces and they just decided we're giving everyone's money back I haven't seen my money back yeah maybe I'll get it back from them I don't know but anyway anyway here's the videos hope you enjoy little bit frustrating the state of things um, I, I just woke up so bear with me here my brain isn't exactly on point maybe this is the worst time to be doing this but the reason I'm doing a video is because uh, well, mainly because I got an email this morning from GoFundMe saying that my funds would be returned. Everyone's funds would be returned for anybody who contributed towards the uh, trucking convoy. Now, I've always said, I've been very clear about this for with anybody in my life, that if the, uh, if the convoy supported illegal activity or uh, violence or any such thing like that they would lose my support so in theory it shouldn't have bothered me that um, the GoFundMe said we're giving back your money because we've been in touch with law enforcement people and they say that people involved with the convoy have been unlawful in some way um, if I believe that to be the case. Now, the reality is what we're seeing, what we've seen from the beginning, is we've seen the media twist this. We've seen the government uh, lie about these people. So I have no reason to believe that this is an honest approach. I mean, I've seen, I've seen portions of the the uh, demonstrations and that myself, and there were amazing and peaceful and I've 
seen tons of footage from people actually involved in it and the same thing people are just happy people are thrilled and they're thrilled they have the support of their countrymen they're thrilled that you know they, they've banded together in this um in this positive way and it really sucks that the this that I'm, I'm sure there are some bad people who latch themselves onto it because bad people latch themselves onto good ideas all the time. Mind you, I don't remember GoFundMe um, saying that, well, because there was riots around Black Lives Matter, we're going to take away all, all their funding. I don't remember them doing that. The media was on, on Black Lives Matter's side, so they were covering up when you know, other, other sources would come and say, look, you're burning down my city, but, um, but the mainstream media wasn't. So, you know, they get away with it. They get to keep all their money. And then the, of course, the people who were behind the, these, the, um, organizers of Black Lives Matters go out and buy themselves houses with it. So that's nice. Um, it's, it's a little bit frustrating because, this whole thing, the whole purpose behind this, the whole reason that they're out there protesting, I know I know people have a hard time wrapping their brain around it, unless you're already on the side, um, is that they're saying it's, it's not right that you are forcing vaccines into people. And in fact, it's even unscientific. The head uh, medical officer in, uh, in Toronto, in uh, Ontario, just issued a statement that he said vac- he said and this is in mainstream media they're not covering it was in published in CTV they that vaccine mandates don't appear to slow the spread of the of the disease um and and no sorry that vaccines themselves don't slow the um the spread so maybe we should rethink vaccine mandates because if it doesn't slow the spread why are we mandating it Okay, so now that the science is against mandates, what are you holding on to? What's your moral argument now? Because it, it's always been that this is an immoral thing to take away people's livelihoods. And well, you still have the choice. You can so. This is the exact problem: is you're making people's lives unlivable. And now GoFundMe is doing the exact same thing. They're saying, "Well, because I don't know if the fault is GoFundMe themselves or the information they're getting." And the channels they're getting it through. I don't know, but think about it. Uh, this is going to... I would think from GoFundMe's perspective, it would hurt them. Because why would I contribute to other things that are on GoFundMe if I just think that some lies are, are going to wind up having my money not get to the source? They're going to get taken away. They're going to just turn around when when they get pressured by the media and so on to say, no, we're not going to give this person you wanted your money going to, to that person. Here, have your money back. They're not important enough to get it. So, so I would think in the long term, they've, they've basically hurt their credibility, definitely. Um, and, and for a lot of people, like this is, even though Justin Trudeau wants you to believe it's a small fringe minority group, it's it's not um, obviously anybody with brains knows this now, but um, the other the other thing that this has been frustrating me a lot is is my upbringing. Now I don't talk about this a lot because well it's it's not something worth talking about certainly on this platform. But the thing is, 
I was, um, I was raised Mormon. Now, uh, I haven't turned my back on the faith or anything like that, but I, I'm certainly not an active member of, of, uh, of the religion these days. It's, it's not something that I've, uh, I don't know, but I do value a lot of the, um, things that I was raised with, the, the different values I was taught through that. Some of them stick with me to today. I, one, one of the things, for example, that I, I really love that, uh, I was raised with was a, um, value, valuing family, the, the importance and value of family. Um, the, so I, I really like the fact that we were told, um, like from, I was, when I was young, like treat everybody with love, even people that, that you could say are sinners, right? Love the, 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 uh, sinner, but not the sin, that kind of idea. So we were taught, you know, don't, don't be judgmental of people who choose different things. Now, obviously within religion, like my sister is still very active and she's extremely judgmental, but so obviously it doesn't, this doesn't always translate to people. There's lots of people out there who, in fact, I think a lot of, uh, religious people in general could, could probably benefit from the idea of, of not being judgmental, but that's, that's another matter. Um, yeah, so not being judgmental of, of people and their beliefs is one of the core values that I think is is important, is still important to me. And um, and that's even when I don't believe, when I believe that they are making choices that, um, that I might not agree with. Still be loving and kind towards those people. I think that's a good value. Um, another one of the values I was raised with, again, through the, the Mormon... Uh, philosophies was that of um, agency. It's a very key component of the LDS uh, doctrine that we were born, that one of the, the greatest things we have in this life is our agency, our ability to choose right and wrong. And uh, basically in, in the, the uh, Mormon uh, doctrine, it was God's plan and Jesus's plan that you would have choice. You would have free agency. It was Satan's plan to say, no, you don't get to make a choice. You will have the right thing chosen on you. That way everyone will be saved. You don't get the ability to choose right or wrong. I am disgusted by the number of Mormons I'm seeing who now that agency is inconvenient to them, they think it's unimportant. They don't think people should have the right. They think that people should be forced into, uh, into having vaccines against their will. And, you know, these people will argue, they'll say, no, you have a choice, but you, there's still consequences. Don't be, don't be a liar. First of all, to say, yeah, you have the choice. Uh, you have, you get to choose whether to feed your family or have a vaccine. That's not a choice. That's not a choice. You've crossed the line at that point. You've taken choice away in any realistic sense. And if you disagree with that, you're not being honest. So you're lying as well. You're breaking the commandment about telling the truth. So good for you there. Anyway, um, that, like I said, I don't talk about that kind of thing a lot about my, my upbringing and, and that kind of thing. But it's it's been another thing frustrating in this whole sequence of events where... 
people are just being dishonest with themselves. I had a discussion, if you want, or argument, whatever you want to call it, with a guy who claims that he doesn't like division, claims that, and, and he tried to show the hypocrisy of the people saying, my body, my choice. And when it came down to it, I said, okay, well, what's your hypocrisy? Because he's hypocritical about the exact same thing that he sees it in the other side. He claims, oh, I'm against mandates, but uh, people should have it because follow the science, which again, that just means I'm doing something wrong and, and uh, science, science justifies it. But um, basically, I demonstrated to him that he's standing for the exact same things the truckers are, but he refuses to stand beside them. My plow finally came. Uh, so I doubt there's anybody listening still to this video who has who is of the opposite opinion of, of me, of us. Because if there's one thing I've learned in this whole process, it's that people don't want to understand our side. They just want to argue against it. They have memes that come out, like they compare a vaccine mandate to snow tires and stupid things like this. They're very good at misrepresenting the side, but not very good at putting in any effort whatsoever to understand what we're actually saying. Why would they do that? I'm guessing a, a political ideology. I'm guessing willful blindness. Um, so it is definitely frustrating. This GoFundMe thing is extremely frustrating. If there is anybody still listening that is either on the fence or against it, let me put bring you inside my worldview a little bit here. From the beginning, there have we have had mandates, we've had lockdowns, we've had regulations, we've had things shoved down our throat. Uh, like, um, we've, we've been told you must wear masks to go get your shopping, which is like, it's like a bit annoying at first, especially when you're not used to it. But it's like, you know what? I can, I can get behind that. It's, it's like, will it stop it spreading? Maybe, maybe not, but it'll definitely sp stop germs spreading. Maybe not necessarily COVID ones, but other germs. So why not? It's, it's fine. It's fine. We, I can get behind the social distancing. Uh, yeah. It's, it's nice to not be you know, crammed in with people, uh, locking down the gyms so that in the name of health, wait, what? Um, oh, look here, here comes the vaccine. Um, take the vaccine. It'll help you in case you get it. It's like, okay, yeah, it's, it seems if, if I get it, I'd prefer that the symptoms are, are mild. So, all right, makes sense. I'll, I'll get the vaccine. Oh, wait, no, have you need a second dose of the vaccine? It's like, all right. I, I thought it, I thought we were done. I was told once I get the vaccine, this this thing will all be done with. But it's like, all right, fine. I'll I'll get my second dose. Oh wait, no, that's not good enough either. You need to get the 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 booster. It's like, okay, is this ever gonna end? Oh well, we're gonna we're gonna lock lock it down. We're not gonna anyone who hasn't had the vaccine. Um, you can't get a haircut. You can't go to the gym. You can't uh, in some places get groceries. You will have extra taxes put on you. It's like, hold on here. This this isn't what I signed up for. Um, oh yeah, and if you want to keep your job, you need to get vaccinated. It's like, keep my job. What? Oh, and if you want to go dine in, you have to show the little the little kid, the fifteen year old uh, kid at at the fast food place your uh, medical information. You you don't get to keep that private anymore. It's like, what is going on here? So we've and then lockdown after lockdown after lockdown jobs lost, businesses shut down. 
uh, the inability to simply function as a normal human being constantly taken away, stripped away. And, and then these mandates coming in, which are, they're changing their story all over the place. They're saying, oh yeah, it's, it's important for you to, to get vaccinated. Well, why? Well, because, uh, you're selfish if you don't want to get it. How, wait, what? Say that again? Selfish? Yeah. Yeah. If you don't get your vaccine so that I feel a little safer then you're the one being selfish. So you should be forced to get what I want you to because you're being selfish. Wait, what? These kind of character attacks all over the place. Um, it being told, uh, oh yeah, the, you have to have the vaccine. You have to have the vaccine to keep your job so that you won't spread it to someone else. But how, how, if the vaccine works, then aren't you safe by taking it? So how can I possibly spread it to you? Oh, there's, there's a greater chance, greater chance. How, how do you know this? How much of a greater chance? Oh, greater chance. But how do you know that the people who are less likely to get vaccines, maybe they're just engaging in more risky activities. Is, is that possibly? No, it's because you're not vaccinated. Uh, okay. All right. So, um, so let's just force everyone to get vaccinated. Hope has been stripped away. Freedoms, rights, basic dignity. We have politicians coming up saying unvaccinated people, this is Justin Trudeau, saying they're a waste of space. And people think they've got the moral high ground following this guy. We've got people like here in New Brunswick saying he vows to make people's lives unlivable. And they're supposed to be the compassionate ones here. We have had hope stripped away time and time again. There's been a light at the end of the tunnel and then it keeps getting farther away. Someone's drawing this out for some reason and I don't know why and what they're gaining from it. Um, it feels like it's hurting everybody, but it just perpetuates. The truckers band together. The, it looked like the nurses were gonna do something like this because they were getting fired for not having the right to choose uh, what they did but it didn't really gain much traction. The truckers one did. They're finally giving hope to people, hope that we can just have enough of this, just get back to our lives, stop the dividing us the way the politicians want to. I don't know why they want to, but they want to. They want to say unvaxxed, bad, crazy, evil people, subhuman people taking up space uh, for what? For choosing what drugs they put into their body that the science that you cite all the time demonstrates doesn't even affect anyone other than themselves. Um, so these truckers come and they give us a ray of hope. Now, uh, GoFundMe and, and the people behind that decision have decided, no, we're going we're gonna to strip that away. And all the people on various social media things who are painting it in untrue and unfair ways are trying to take it away. And I don't understand why. The truckers are out there fighting for you too, stupid. They want you to have the same rights. Like some people say, oh no, no, they want special treatment. Really? So if Polish Jews say, don't stick us in a gas chamber, please, that's just them asking for special treatment? No, that reasoning doesn't work. The reasoning, it's for the greater good, doesn't work. It's, it's scientific, so it doesn't matter if it's morally wrong. Don't you don't have to look far in history to where that idea went wrong. 
Anyway, I'm sure I'm not as articulate as I would have liked to have been, but I'm gonna go work out. Hey, look at that, my gym's finally open. It's annoying they have to see my vaccine identification, but it is what it is. There's nothing they can do, they don't like it, but their hand is forced by tyrannical governments. Anyway, I'm gonna go work out because as much as the government doesn't want us to be strong and healthy and independent, I kind of want to be. So I'm going to wrap it up there. Um, maybe I'll come back when my brain is actually functioning and, and I, I can articulate myself a bit better. So I just did a, uh, a little video. I actually just filmed it about an hour or so ago and I uploaded it because I think uh, even though my brain wasn't necessarily fully awake yet, I think I... I think I hit a few points that I wanted to hit. And, but it occurred to me that there's, there's something I'd like to elaborate on. So I think I'm gonna title this video something along the lines of um, the, the problem with, or problems with the term follow the science. Let me make a caveat or, or a disclaimer at the beginning of this to say, Wow, I'm looking at myself here. My hair is quite awful. Um, yeah. I'm somebody who... I like to think of myself as a logical-minded person. And, and when I see certain evidence... One of my primary interests... I don't talk about it a lot on this channel. But I, I quite like uh, bodybuilding. I like exercise. I like fitness and that kind of thing. And... Um, and science and evidence and studies and so on become quite helpful in the pursuit of trying to optimize things like that. So that being said, it's a great example to illustrate my overall point here is science only knows what it knows. It's ever changing. I mean, and, and we, there, there are people in the industry that are trying to decipher what these lengthy studies mean, um, what, what the practical implications are, why is it that one study will contradict another? A lot of it becomes useless. I've done training programs and diet programs where I strictly followed what the latest research suggested to be optimal and had very suboptimal results. Then when I returned to basics and just following, you know, uh, Joe Bodybuilder who, uh, might not be a PhD, but he knows what works. Um, and when I say that, I don't mean following a, a magazine thing. I, I mean following people like, say, Tom Venuto or someone who, I don't believe he's uh, super highly educated in these things, but he knows what works and he's a good resource and he's trained enough people. He, he knows, okay, this is what will be effective. Those kinds of things. And through personal experience, what works best for me? What's something I can maintain? What's something I can, um, th that works for me? through experience, um, science becomes a good starting point to say, okay, it probably will work better for you if you implement this, 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 and this, but you know, work with it, work with it. And keep in mind that it's ever changing. The minute that you say that the science is set in stone and is unchangeable, you've completely lost the entire point of it. So, I think that's important to this discussion going forward is to know that because what, what we've seen a lack of with all the people saying follow the science, what we've seen is 
they're redefining the word science to mean what I currently believe, not what the evidence bears out. Because what happens when the evidence shows the opposite of what you're saying? We're not seeing a willingness to change their position. For example, as I mentioned in my other video, the, uh, the I, I don't know what, the, what his role is, but he's one of the head uh, medical authorities in, in Ontario, is saying now what a lot of us have been suggesting, which is that it doesn't appear that vaccines themselves do anything to slow the spread. So that makes mandates unscientific. And yet, they're still saying, follow the science. They're do mandates, even though the real science, the real evidence is saying the exact opposite. They've clung on to this idea and they have a difficult time letting it go. It's, it's a dogma when it gets to that point. It's not science. It's what, never what science was intended to be about. Science is supposed to be about learning and evolving and growing and changing and increasing our knowledge base like bit by bit, not saying this is set in stone and this is always the way it is. Even things like the theory of evolution, which is um, considered science uh, by many people, continually changes what what they know and what the fossil records show and that it, it keeps changing like if you look at darwin's exact things it's very little of what he suggested is still maintained in the theory of evolution so having a closed mind is exactly the opposite of what science is supposed to be about and this is what we're seeing this is part of the reason why i have a problem with this Another reason I have a problem with it, holy jeez, uh, I haven't been able to get a haircut recently because, well, a couple reasons, which I didn't intend to go into this, but my goodness, my hair. Um, well, there's been lockdowns. Everything was locked down for two weeks, so even if I wanted to go, I couldn't. And then the other thing is that the, um, the hair salons have to re require um, a vaccine uh, proof of vaccine, which I'm like, I'm, I've been vaccinated. I'm still called an anti-vaxxer, even though I've been vaccinated. How does that work? I don't know. But um, but I don't think it's right. I don't think it's right that I have to show my medical information so I get a haircut. So I've been not getting one. Anyway, that's my choice. My, I'm living with the consequences of my choice. That part is what it is. I, and I, I feel bad for the business that suffers because of it. But... Uh, I mean, what else can I do? Just roll over and die and submit? Okay, sorry. Back to my point. The, 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 the notion saying follow the science. Okay. If we are to strip away all ethics and just say, let's do what the pure science has to say, I think with about 10 seconds of thought, anybody would agree that that's a bad idea. And I will give an example right now of how that can go horribly wrong in a hurry. And we, it's happened historically. It's, it's so why people are, you know, so quick to say, follow the science, follow the science, but just close their eyes and plug their ears when, uh, when it comes to history and how this has gone so bad. Okay. Again, I mentioned the theory of evolution. Evolution scientific principle about what? About our race, about how we, um, survival of the fittest, perpetuate our species, survive, reproduce. 
Well, if we want to do what's scientifically advantageous for our race, we would get rid of anyone that doesn't contribute to that. We would get rid of any, because why? Well, first of all, they're a detriment. They're, they're overfilling. They're taking up our resources. They are potentially hurting the environment. Um, so causing more trouble for the species. So who would those people be? Well, um, obviously old and weak people, uh, young people, we could give a pass because, you know, they're coming up. They, they might help perpetuate it in time, even though right now they're not super helpful. Uh, they will be in time. That's the hope. Um, but anybody who, um, anybody who, uh, is, is like older past a certain age, like past the reproductive age, they're not really that helpful. So we can uh, 40, 50, somewhere in there, they, they no longer really, um, are going to help the species very much. Uh, so they can, we can get rid of them. Um, homosexuals are, since they're not going to reproduce, aren't going to help. So, um, according to the science, um, if we're just following the science and not following ethics and what's right, um, I guess we get rid of them too. Obviously, I don't think any sensible person believes this. So to say just blindly follow the science, you're being, uh, you're being a hypocrite if you're suggesting that that's what you truly believe. Probably. If you actually do believe that, then you're an evil person. Uh, you have no heart. You have, and, uh, I mean, there's very little point in talking to at this point. And, and I'm not talking to those people. I mean, that would fall clearly into the category of people like Justin Trudeau, who, if you don't believe me, uh, you're, you're a waste of space. And um, anybody who, everybody should just shut up, not think, not question, just obey. Because that's what the science says except that it doesn't. And like I said, science changes, information changes, knowledge changes, and then are you changing your tune? Are you backing down? Are you changing your policy? Well, we haven't really seen that, and why not? Well, you almost understand why politicians don't, because they're like in this world where if they admit fault, then their opponent's gonna jump on them, or they'll look weak. And heaven forbid a politician look weak. I mean, Justin Trudeau definitely doesn't look weak the way he was coming out and saying, I have no sympathy for these people and, and they're a waste of space and uh, they're extremists and they're small fringe minority and all this stuff. And he was really tough sounding and, and strength right there. Um, uh, he's he's kind of cowering and hiding away now that he had to actually be accountable for what he said. Uh uh, but but strong, right? Yeah, really, really strong and brave. Yeah, yeah. So we, he doesn't want to look weak by suggesting that maybe he overstepped or, or overplayed his hand or the information he has now is different. Heaven forbid you do that. So um, so that's a couple of reasons why I think when if, if you if you blindly follow the dogma of follow the science, well, you're you're. If you were to do that in an honest way, you'd be constantly changing your your view. You'd be going back and forth. And and I do understand that at one point you've got to draw a line in the sand, okay, and say, okay, this is kind of what I'm feeling it to be right. That is kind of the problem because you become emotionally attached to a certain viewpoint. And it's no longer about the science. It's about your emotions, which, but at least be honest about that. At least be honest about the fact that, okay, maybe the science doesn't, say exactly this, but it's what I feel to be morally right. Uh, if you could be intellectually honest about that, then I'd have way more respect for you than, than somebody saying, it's a science, it's a science, when it actually isn't.
Okay, there was one final point I kind of wanted to make in this video. It probably could be a topic all of its own, but I'll lump it in. There's a, uh, a, psych a psychologist, psychoanalyst, uh, whatever. He's supposedly very well regarded and so on. Um, uh, Norman Doidge, I believe is his name. He's a Canadian uh, psychologist. He wrote a lengthy paper about this. about, And it was take, trying to take an honest look at why why uh, people might be vaccine hesitant. That term isn't used a lot now, but it was being used. You're vaccine hesitant. And it, it, was, it was supposed to be a politer way of calling people anti-vaxxers, um, I think, is, is the intention. And now, I, I thought this was a really well-written article. And, and here's the thing. Uh, this is just a, a sidebar, but I don't like forming my opinions without giving an honest look at the other side and not viewing them through distortion and, and mischaracterizations. I think you're not being honest with yourself if you're doing that. And I prefer to be an honest person. So I like to truly understand both sides and then see, okay, who is better representing my views and values on this? Um, Sometimes it makes logical sense. Sometimes it doesn't. But but usually I try to get it to the point where I can rational. I, I can find what makes more rational sense to me based on the kind of person I am. Um, and sometimes I don't like the answer I come up with. That's the truth. I'm like, oh, maybe my initial instinct was wrong on this. And, you know, that happens. It's okay. It's It's better to be to learn that you're wrong about something as far as I'm concerned than to keep continually being wrong and double down and keep looking like a fool and, uh, and a hypocrite. So this particular article was talking about why people might be hesitant. That was the sort of overarching theme of it. Uh, now it, it gets into some interesting territory, territory I didn't think it was going to go into. For example, it, it talks about this um, ancient part of our brain that now I don't know how much of this is theoretical to be fair but it, it does kind of make sense that we have a part of our brain that that is ancient that kind of warns us it sends up alarm bells when um, somebody who appears different comes close to us now this is the theory being that um, this was from ancient times when it's like tr other tribes might be carrying diseases we don't have immunity to and so on and things like this. So an ancient instinct that we try to override because we, you know, it, it leads into things like discrimination that we don't really want in our society, but, but it's there. So we have to sometimes fight against it. And that's, it kind of makes sense that, you know, we, we have an aversion to, to things that are different and a fear almost. And not just fear, but he, he says it's, it, it triggers a disgust mechanism, which is another one of the, the human things that, that we're learning more and more about is we have this instinct for disgust that uh, other animals don't seem to have, um, or certainly not in the same way. So it's quite interesting. So the, the, the things that, the very same mechanism, this, this disgust mechanism, that might lead to why people are so worried and, and scared that they do things like wear a mask by themselves in a car. Um, it might be why people view the unvaccinated people as disgusting, germ-ridden uh, type subhuman people. It also might explain why people who are worried that there's, even if there's the slightest chance that a vaccine might harm them, that it might, that they would be uh, nervous about it, that they would be weary of it. 
So there's that. And then he also talks about an interesting phenomenon about a societal, I believe the term used was crystallization, where, and, and he used someone else's term, which was the tyranny of the masses or the tyranny of the majority, where, so one of the functions of a, a modern day democracy is that while it's important to, that the majority is represented, the majority isn't always right. And it's important that the minority have a voice. And this is, again, why I think free speech is so important, because if you strip away the only power they have, which is a voice of, of the minority, you're, you're falling into this exact thing, the, the tyranny of the majority. Which, so as an example, if, if we live in a majority of, of white people, say, and the majority says, well, you know, uh, we should put black people back into chains, does that make it right, even though the majority is on that side? Not necessarily. So, but what happens with this crystallization thing is that once the majority latches onto an idea, the opposite of that idea is no longer allowed. And this is where you get things like censorship. It blows my mind that these days that it's the right side who's against the censorship. It didn't wasn't always that way, um, but the right is, is saying, no, you can't. The left is supposed to be the side that, that takes care of the minority and protects the, the. I mean, when I was younger and, and uh, going to film school, I was very interested in the left side of things because freedom of choice, freedom of artistic expression, these kinds of things, um, being the voice for, for the downtrodden. Um, but unfortunately, now it's kind of flip-flopped. So now the, the left wants to censor which is quite sad to see and scary to see because they have also the power of the media on their side, which boggles my mind. Why shouldn't the media want artistic freedom? But anyway, um, so, so this crystallization process happens that the opposite of it societally isn't acceptable. And we're seeing that big time now. Um, if you say that vaccine mandates are seem a little bit um, counter to a free society, you get attacked. You get attacked by our leaders. Our leaders are showing right now that, by example, that bullying people, anybody who disagrees with you, is the virtuous thing. That's what they're suggesting. The media showing the same thing. They're attacking you. They're laughing at you. They're insulting anybody who dares have an opinion different than them. I don't think this is a good way forward. Like I said, I was started to say in, in my other video, I think a lot of people are uncomfortable with the division. The problem is they've latched themselves to the side that's perpetuating that division. Right now, I talked about the truckers convoy and how they don't want there to be a division between vaccinated people and unvaccinated. So how can you say you don't like division while you're calling unvaccinated people subhuman scum? I don't get it. I I don't think you get it too if you were to ask yourself, like I said, in an honest way, to stand back and say, am I doing the very things here that I claim to be, uh, I, that I claim to be against? We see a lot of that, unfortunately. And, and the reality is it's much easier to see contradictions and hypocrisies in other people than, than in ourselves. That is true. And that's exactly why, I mean, when I was, took my last trip to Halifax uh, and I was on my own, I spent hours, hours, 
asking myself, am I right about this? Or, or what? how might I be wrong? Um, because I'd rather not be on the side of wrong on this. Um, the, the example that I came to when it came to the vaccine mandates, I was really thinking about, I'm like, okay, what might their argument be in the truest sense? And how do I feel about that argument? And, and at that point in time, they, the argument was still about, well, vaccine mandates are important because they prevent you from spreading, potentially stop you from spreading it to, uh, to other people. Now the, the science, science, uh, is, is that is falling apart left, right, and center, especially with Omicron and how that's been spreading. And 100%, 100% of the people I personally know who have gotten COVID have been fully, fully boosted, actually, fully vaccinated and fully boosted. So that narrative is, should be changing according to the science, but not my point. My point was I asked myself, okay, what might be the logical reason for it? And, and then I was thinking, well, what might be the reasons against it? Oh, so on. And, and I really started thinking about the function of a society and a civilized society. And I think most people would agree that one of the primary functions of a civilized society is to prevent citizens from violating one another. We're not allowed to steal from another one another. We're not allowed to attack one another. We're not allowed to knowingly spread a disease to someone. So if you have, I don't know, AIDS or something like that, and you go around um, having not informing the person, having unprotected sex and that kind of thing, um, you can be criminally charged for that because it's neglectful. So there is something to that. Um, but a person who doesn't know they have a disease spreading it, is there the criminal intent there? Well, not really. Um, so then you have to ask yourself, what's a greater violation to the person? Somebody unknowingly, say, spreading the disease. If uh, This is assuming that having the vaccine would prevent you from spreading it, which it doesn't, but let's assume it does for a second. So the person who unknowingly spreads the virus to someone, is that a greater violation than the person saying you have to put into you a drug you don't believe in for, for me, for my personal... Like, which one of those is a greater violation? I mean, it seems quite clear to me. Maybe I'm framing it in a way that that's super obvious. Um, what just happened there? Okay, oh, something weird happened with me. Phone camera there. I've got a little lens flare here. I apologize that my screen thing is cracked. I think my... I think my final thought on this is now I've, I've made this point before and and I'll just sum it up with this point is that I hope we can shed this this little phrase I hope it goes away saying follow the science it's divisive the and and again the people saying it will say in one breath I don't like the division so you should just follow the science that kind of thing it's like well you're making a divisive statement there I hope it goes away. It's divisive in a few ways. It's saying, I'm smart and you are stupid. Um, but it's also making a statement that I don't even know if they quite know what they're saying, which is that essentially you're saying that, and, and maybe, 
maybe you should stop and think about this if you want to say follow the signs because in effect, this is what you're saying. You're saying, I know that what I'm doing is morally wrong and ethically wrong, but the science justifies it. Now, is that really the side you want to take? The side of doing things you know to be wrong, but you've decided to outsmart your conscience, outsmart morality to do something that you feel to be the wise choice, the scientific choice. Like I say, I, I hope people outgrow this and outsmart, outsmart that idea because you know what? When we try to outsmart our morals, that's when we become Scar and the Lion King. And all the people latching onto this idea are the hyenas, just laughing and following along, thinking they're so smart, going, <laughs> it's not the side I'd want to be on. And, and I hope it's not the side that you would want to be on.